I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact Parenting with Perspective, episode number 14. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your teen turn struggles into strengths. Hello, guys. Welcome back to my podcast. Thank you guys for coming on this journey with me. Thank you for listening. Today, we are going to be talking about impacting your teenager rather than controlling your teenager, okay? If you haven't noticed, having an impact is very important to me. That's why I named my podcast Impact, Parenting with Perspective. A lot of times as parents, we are gung-ho on controlling. That is our focus. I did want to take just a minute and invite you guys, if you haven't joined my free five-day Be The Change Challenge and Facebook group, come join us. You can get access to that at benpewcoaching.com slash challenge. All right, so I want to lead into this topic of impacting versus controlling with a short little quote. Okay, this is by Jane D. Hull. At the end of the day, the most overwhelming key to a child's success is the positive involvement of parents. I want to read that one more time because I think it's powerful. At the end of the day, the most overwhelming key to a child's success is the positive involvement of parents. Now, I do want to be clear on a few things. I think it's important that we don't just look at where it says a child's success and think about what the world would have us think success is. Doing well in school, being properly behaved, getting into a good college, getting a good job. Like, I don't think those are as important as letting a child, especially a teenager, try life their way, to go through their process, to make mistakes and bounce back from those mistakes, to have resilience and continue developing resilience. That, to me, is a successful child, a successful teenager. And so the quote still stands true. Like the most important key to developing that resilience, to helping your child make mistakes, learn from those, bounce back, is positive involvement from you as a parent. Okay. So another quote I wanted to share this is by Carl Jung. And this one is children are educated by what the grown up is and not by his talk. And that one cuts deep because at heart, like when I did my exercise, like defining my role and my purpose as a parent, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach. And oftentimes there's a fine line between a coach and a teacher versus a lecturer. Okay. And a lot of times I go into lecture dad mode. And so I wanted to share these two things with you because we want to let go of our desire to control our teens 
to increase the powerful impact that we can have in our lives, okay? So let's talk for a minute about control. Control is impossible. Uh, We really want to control our teenagers. I think that's natural for parents. It's really hard for us. Like, I'm one of them. It's hard to give up on control. We have this natural desire to manage our kids, and then that carries over into their teenage years. But I want you to think back a decade or so, okay? So for those of you with a 13-year-old, that would put you at when they're three. For those of you with a 17-year-old, that puts you back when your teenager, who is now a child, was seven, okay? A decade ago, we could control a lot of aspects of our kids' lives, when we asked him to get in the car, like I specifically remember asking my oldest to get in the car and he'd be like, no, I'm not getting in the car. And I'd be like, okay, we don't have time for this. And I'd pick him up, strap him in his car seat where he could not escape. And then I'd think to myself, hey, mission accomplished. My kid's in the car. He's securely strapped down. There's no chance of escape. Now, imagine trying to do that with your teenager. Try picking them up. Try strapping them into a car. It's not going to happen. My teenager's almost as tall as me, and he's not as old and beaten up and broken. I'm not going to win that battle. So as much as we think we can control our teenagers, it's impossible for us to control them. One of the exercises I'd like to walk parents through is to explore, like, how extreme do we have to get to control our teenagers? Like, it would come down to us duct taping them into a chair or tying them up. And I don't know, like, the extreme measures are laughable. When I, when I ask clients to explore this, their answers get so extreme, like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can't. Like, I'd have to medically sedate them, which I don't even want to do. So just know, like, I'm sure you've started to suspect this. Most of you probably already know this. For some of you, this might be a shock. You can't control your teenager, and you don't have to. And when you explore it, I'm confident you decide, oh, you know what? I don't even really want to control my teenager. Okay, so the main problem with control, which remember, we can't even achieve, but the main problem is when we try to control our teens, what we're doing is we're trying to connect with them where we want them to be instead of where they are. Okay, that's related to what we talked about in last episode. This is an example of trying to connect with a teen that doesn't actually exist. Okay, and the result when we try to control our teen, we weaken the connection that we have with them because we are trying to control something outside of our control. So I want you to think about this. Sorry. As an adult, as a parent, how do you feel towards people who tell you that you're not good enough, who try and fix you? Okay. If you're like most of us, you don't like it. When we try to control our teens, we're basically telling them, hey, you're not good enough to handle life, so I'll take it from here. I'll fix this. We don't like people who do that to us, and we need to give our teens the same respect and not do that. 
This creates feelings of distrust and resentment on both sides of this relationship. We don't trust our teen because we can't let them live their lives. They don't trust us. They don't trust themselves because we don't let them live life. So I just, I want to invite you, really explore your desire to control your teen. Let the judgment go like I have the same desire and I catch myself in it all the time. But as I've explored this desire, I've become more aware. And I'm like, oh, okay, here it is. It's showing up again. This is me wanting to control my 13-year-old. Okay, As you explore it, it increases awareness. As we develop some awareness, we can now become more intentional about it. Okay, So I want to talk about a few of the differences when it comes to having an impact versus having control. Okay, So impact is an inward focus on the only thing that we can control. It's ourselves. If we want to have an impact on our teenager's life, we need to focus on us, okay? We're not focusing on our teenager like, okay, I hope they're feeling impacted. I hope they think this about me. No, it's us being intentional, knowing what our role, what our vision for ourselves is as a parent and focusing on that and then us showing up true to that to have that impact on our team. They can still be whoever they want, but we are being consistent and true to ourselves. Okay, impact, it's focused on our impact, okay? Not how they're impacted, on our impact. The impact that we want to leave behind, okay? Our team gets left out of this equation. It's about us. For me, I want to leave behind a legacy that, you know what, we help people. We support people. We love people. We do everything we can to help people around us. There are days that my teenager's like, no, screw it. I'm not helping everybody. I just want to sit at home and play Fortnite and eat Cheetos in the basement, which is not allowed. That's okay. He can think whatever he wants. I'm focusing on me and I say, hey, you know what? This is what I think is important. Here's why. Okay. Rather than focusing on something out of my control, it's focusing on what is within my control myself. Whereas when we're trying to control, we're focusing on our team, something that's definitely outside of our control. So rather than focusing on our own result, which gets us impact, when we focus on our team's results, when we focus on their choices, that's controlling. Okay, that's trying to control. Having an impact means that we show up intentionally to parent in a way that is in line with our purpose and our vision for ourselves. No one else can tell us this. There's no right or wrong answer. We get to decide, this is my purpose. I have a close friend. I just saw he's been posting things on Facebook. They're going hunting elk. I don't hunt. I'm not a hunter. I love football and they happen in the same season. And so I choose football over elk hunting. But my friend, he's like, yeah, this is me doing my dad role, teaching my kids how to hunt and kill meat. And like, that's awesome. That's what he feels his role is. He's having an impact on his teen's life because he's being true to what he feels is important. Like, it's not my place to go be like, hey, brother, football is way more important than elk hunting. You should be teaching your son football. 
No, like he gets to choose his impact. I get to choose my impact. So again, having this impact means that we focus on us and we show up intentionally. I have an impact as a dad by intentionally teaching and coaching. I'm not doing it to change my kids. And yes, I'll admit, sometimes I still want to change my kids. But I try and shift my focus and be like, no, he may never change. I'm doing this so that I'm true to what I believe. I'm doing this so that I can be an example of being the change that I want to see. All right, so in a recent coaching call, I was speaking with one of my clients and we realized, oh, the action can be the same. And this is a reference to the model, which I talked about, I can't remember, episode six, seven, somewhere in there, we talked about the model, okay, where there's circumstances, there's our thoughts about those circumstances, there's our feelings that come as a result of our thoughts, and those feelings fuel our actions. Now, this mother, she had grounded her son for not respecting curfew, for not respecting the use of their car. And she thought that I was going to tell her, hey, you can't ground your son. But she was grounding her son because she wanted to change him. She wanted him to follow the rules. She wanted him to do life her way. And what we found out was that, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, it's okay to ground him, but I'm going to do it to teach this lesson. I want to teach responsibility. I want to teach that our actions have consequences, both good and negative. And the consequence of being home after curfew is that now I don't trust you with the car, so I'm going to keep it. And she realized that, oh man, by changing my why, by changing what I think about it, it completely changes everything. Now, rather than focusing on changing him and ensuring that he's home on time, he's doing this on time, now her focus is, okay, how am I going to show up? How can I teach this lesson? Because as a parent, my role is that I want to teach. I want to help him learn these skills, okay? So, Yeah, the actions oftentimes will stay the same. The why behind it, focus on what you can control. For me in my life, my why is, okay, I want to teach you a new skill. I want to help you learn the skill of earning trust, the skill of getting a paycheck. Whether my teen learns that or not is irrelevant. If they don't learn it, I just show up and teach it again in a different way. But it's always, okay, what can I do to make an impact? What can I control? Oftentimes, as parents, we're just too focused on changing their behavior. We take action with the intention of changing the behavior. We take action with the intention of fixing a problem. The only problem with this is that Again, we're focusing on getting a result that's outside of our control. Go back to the model. When we talk about circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, we can't control someone else's results. 
we can't control if our teenager changes. In a recent conversation with another client, the mom was like, well, I just want him to appreciate what I'm doing. I was like, okay, can we ever control whether or not your teenager appreciates you? Like you could do everything right. And they might go tell their friends, like my mom does nothing for me. Okay. Instead, let's bring the focus what's something that I can control. When she explored what she could control, she realized, oh, I want the result of knowing that I have done everything that I could do, that I've supported him no matter what. By focusing on a result that you can control, now you can have an impact because that gives you purpose. It gives you direction, okay? So what we want to really practice as parents is becoming aware, okay, when am I trying to control my teen? When am I focusing on a result that's outside of my control? And then realizing, okay, I could focus on what I can control. How can I bring that into me? Part of the power behind this is that control is temporary. I gave you the example of like going back a decade. For me, my oldest is a 13-year-old. Uh, sometimes when, when I'd use this with my foster kids, I didn't know them a decade ago. And I'd have to imagine them at seven. That control is temporary. And if you think about it, we want it to be temporary. We want our teenagers to grow up and be adults and go do their own thing. Control is temporary, but impact is eternal. Like, there are people in my life who aren't in my life anymore. My grandma, oh, I love my grandma and I miss her so much. I actually lived with my grandma. She was my college roommate. Now that we went to college together, but I lived at her house while I was going to college. And she knew that she couldn't control me. I'd stay out all night and she'd be like, hey, how do you think that's going to help you get your homework done? <laughs> and she would always just teach but she'd let me go do whatever I wanted. She'd let me stay out, but she'd always invite me. Hey, I'd love it if you came home early tonight. Or Why don't you bring your girlfriend here and I'll fix you guys dinner and you guys can stay here and then I'll send her home at a good time. It might sound like she was trying to control me, but she was trying to have an impact in my life. And she's been gone, I don't know, three years. I got to speak at her funeral. I loved it. My grandma, Grandma Pew, is one of my heroes. I want to be like her when I grow up. Okay, Having an impact will have a much more lasting effect than controlling your teenager. In order for our teenagers to learn how to control their own lives, we need to give up our control. By doing this, they're going to have a wake-up call, they're going to realize, oh, wow, this is what mom and dad were talking about. Like, I have to make my own decisions. But by doing this, you will have a profound impact in their life. I want to invite you, really get curious. What are you focusing on? What do you want to focus on? How can you know when you're focusing on controlling your team? For me, I know it's when I want to change him. It's when I watch him in sports, I think, gosh, I wish he'd just try harder. 
gosh, I wish, like, I can see his potential. Why won't he do this? And then I realized, oh, wow, this is me wanting to change my son. This is me wanting to make him be something that he's not. And then I get curious, well, what can I focus on? And then I think, oh, you know what? My role, though, is to teach and to be a coach. So I'm not going to coach him to try and change him. And right now when I'm talking about coaching, like specifically I'm thinking about sports when I watch him play sports. And so rather than trying to change him, I get to teach. And I get to be like, hey, Brandon, good things happen to those who push. Like one of the things I teach in sports is like luck can only get you so far. But it's super beneficial. Luck has the power to tip the balance in sports. So what we want to do is we want to always hustle. We want to always be ready. We want to always be in position so that if something happens, we're there to get the benefits of the luck. So I show up and I coach and I teach. And then when a fumble happens and he's right there to jump on it or a ball bounces a certain way and he's there ready for it, that's when I can reinforce and coach and say, that's what I'm talking about, Brandon. That's how we create our own luck, okay? I'm not focusing on changing him. I'm focusing on me showing up and coaching true to what my role is as a parent, my role that I found, my role that I'm like, oh, this is why you sent me this teenager. Focus on what you can control, and that will give you a deep profound impact in your teen's life, okay? I would love to help you do this. If you feel like you don't have the impact that you would like to have on your teenager's life, I'd love to talk to you for free. I'd love to hop on a free coaching session with you and help you come up with a game plan for how to let go of the control, let go of your desire for control, and embrace the power of creating an impact. That's all I've got for you today. If you have found this beneficial in any way, please like it, please share it, please help other parents just like you find this resource so that they too can begin to have the impact that they want to have on their teenager's life. All right, guys, I look forward to talking to you guys next time. And between now and then, if you guys have any questions, hit me up in that five-day Be The Change challenge, or you can always email me. You can find me on my website, benpewcoaching.com, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.